He said there was to be a nice small group of people today. <laughs> and there's more than that here. So thank you all for coming and helping me face one of my biggest fears, which is talking in front of people. Um, but yeah, so like we were, like Rob was saying, there's, there's something new and God's always deeper and deeper and there's so much more to him all the time. So um, one of those things to me was words. I don't know if we, we, don't, we don't need that up yet, but what I saw when I was kind of just looking at God and trying to, trying to press in and, and ask him things was um, words and, and his words and how they affect us and how our words affect others and, and just the whole idea of words. But before we talk about words, we have to assess you know, like our preconceived ideas, what we think already about words. So a couple questions um, to figure out kind of where we are. Words, are they, are they just words or are they, are they powerful? Are they, are they more than just like wave of, of air, you know? Um, like, do they, do they build things, or are they descriptions of what is built? Like, you say a building, is it, that's a description of, there's a building there, and the words describe the building, or do the words create the building? It's, 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 a, it's a deep concept, it's something that um, uh, the Jewish um, beliefs look at very deeply in actual words and how words have meanings and it goes so deep as to, you know, it's a divine language and, and each word has a number value to it and the punctuations on the letters all mean something spiritual. So we're going to take a very brief look at, um, at words and, and, and how they affect us and what God's words are and all that kind of stuff. So um, the three areas we'll look at, like, angles, I guess you can say, are God's words, um, which is this one. Um, the next one's going to be about us, the inward, and then also about us, the third point is going to be outward, like our words and out to everyone else. So, so what do we have up here? Words of God. So this, this davar is the Strong's number 1697, right? So, so important. Um, <laughs> It's, it's interesting because when, when I first saw it, it was is Genesis, you can look this up too, Genesis 15.1, it says, when God's talking to Abraham, um, after these things, the word of God came to Abraham. So after these davar, davar came to Abraham. So it's translated as after these things or events, the words or the, the speech or came to Abraham. So, and like I was saying, in, in Hebrew, everything's there for a purpose, right? The words have meaning, they have deep meaning. Um, so why are they right next to each other? Why are they, if you look up this word, you hit like, I, on the concordance, you hit like every occurrence, and it goes through, and it doesn't always say words. Sometimes it says speech, sometimes it says things, sometimes it says events, and it's it's something that caught my eye, and it's like, okay, well, what, is this, what does this mean? So um, the reason they're there together is because they are the same thing, because words are things, right? When God spoke the world into existence, he said, like, let there be light. So there was light. You know, his words created the light. 
when he said, let there be vegetation, plants with seeds, his words were creating the plants and trees with fruit. You know, that's, it's kind of a, it's a crazy concept, but God's words become reality. God's words created reality, right? Um, and his breath is life. So uh, one way that you can kind of see this across um, all peoples is the Ten Commandments. And so the var, yeah, so the var, there's always a root to a root to a root of a word, and they get bigger and they get smaller. So the smaller one is order, um, and it's the same word again used in commandment. It's the commandment, like Ten Commandments. So when God was speaking these Ten Commandments, he's saying, uh, don't murder and don't steal. He wasn't using his timelessness to say, I've seen this, you know, in the future when someone murders someone, it doesn't end up well, so don't do that. He's saying don't murder, and he's creating that moral in humans, right? So the Ten Commandments are more than just, hey, these are kind of rules. It's he is, when he says those, creates the rules. So... This is going to be kind of the platform that we look through. It's, it's kind of hard to explain. When, I was, when, we, were, when we were singing, I was, had this idea, um, which we can all try, actually. So I'm going to walk you through a little thing. We're all going to close our eyes. Let's close your eyes, right? And you're, you're in a room. Everyone's in a room with your eyes closed, right? Now turn the lights off, because they're probably on, and you're looking at something. But don't look at anything, right? That I, it's dark. You can't see anything. You don't know what's in front of you. You don't know what's next to you. It's kind of an eerie feeling where you feel like there's nothing around you, and you, ha- you can't see, and you don't want to take a step, because it could be a ledge falling into nothing, right? So you have a flashlight in your hand, and you turn it on, right? And then you see something. I, mean, I bet everyone sees. I want to know what you're all seeing, but... So you see something, and then you can turn the light off, and it's gone, right? So what you see, everyone can open up their eyes now. Now, when you turn that light on, the light kind of creates reality in front of you. You know what I mean? Like, you're standing there, and there's nothing, and you turn the light on, and you see, like I saw, <laughs> I saw you know that, have you watched Harry Potter? There's that, when they go into that room, and, and they're learning to defend themselves with magic. Anyways, don't watch it, it's magic. But um, they, that's, what I, that's what I saw. And it's crazy because the light in your mind creates a reality. And that's what God's Word does. When He speaks, it creates reality. So as we go, um, we'll talk about the next point. Well, yes, Word. Okay, next, two. Um, so as we talk again, this is going to be tangible, words are tangible, and we'll talk about them with relation to us. So, uh, in Genesis 27, you don't have to go there because it's a long situation, but it's where Isaac is giving his blessing to what he thinks is Esau, but it's actually Jacob. Um, And Isaac is getting very old. Um, He's losing his sight. He can't see very well, and he's like, man, Days are coming to an end, so he tells his son Esau, he said, you know what, I don't know how long I'm going to live, so can you go just make a meal and, and uh, 
prepare for me this meal and come back and we'll celebrate and I'm gonna, I'll give you my blessing, right? So um, Esau goes out and he goes hunting and his, his mom, of course, hears this and uh, he's, she says to Jacob, hey, man, put some of this cologne on. She probably <laughs> threw a dead skin on him to make him smell like the wilderness of Esau and prepare a meal and then she sent Jacob in in front of Isaac to get the blessing, right? So Isaac blesses Jacob instead of Esau. And then afterwards, he's trembling, right? And Esau's furious. And you would think, you know, why can't he just be like, kids playing jokes on me, they know I'm blind, I can't see, I can't smell, I can't hear. But he can't. He can't take the blessing back. The blessing was words that he spoke. And when he spoke those blessings and Jacob received them, that was, that was like the future, that was history like created, right? So it's kind of like if Isaac had a, a glass of water and he says to Esau, can you go, go out, prepare for me um, this meal and come back and I'm going to give you my blessing. And, and I actually have some water in, with the water, right? So he goes out and Jacob comes in, he receives the blessing, he gives the water to Jacob and Jacob drinks the water, right? Jacob cannot give the water back. Isaac can't take the blessing back, can't take the water back. Jacob received the water, he accepted the water, and that is, and that is like history written. So it's just interesting to see with this analogy how real the words are that God speaks, how, how tangible they are in our life. Um, another verse that I kind of really liked was 2 Peter 2.19. It says, For whatever overcomes a person, to that he is enslaved. And think about pharmaceutical ads. <laughs> I didn't say anything. <laughs> um, so when I was thinking about this, and I bet some people have done this before, you see a pharmaceutical ad, and they say, if you, ah, it's a serious subject, but if, if you, like, if you got up today and you just, you couldn't get out of bed, you may be suffering from depression, right? So you get this whiff of, like, I might be depressed. Oh, my gosh. And then what happens? You take it to your doctor, right? You go into Google and you type in depression, right? And then, yeah, and then what happens? Depending on the length of time you spend researching it, your diagnosis gets worse and worse and worse. And you're like, wow, I didn't know this was wrong with me. What? I, that, when you, you, you hear this with, you can either accept it, like Jacob accepted it, or you can reject it. And I think it's very important that we, are we on two? Let's go to two. Yes, censor. I like this word censor. It says examine and suppress or delete what is unacceptable. You can think like, oh man, you know, you type in Google like bump on arm and you'll be, you'll be having six months to live from cancer. <laughs> so don't, don't do that. And, and it's important when you think about like, do you accept that you're sick or do you accept that, that God's power is beyond that? Like, the words that you tell yourself or you accept can become reality. And it's very important to, 
to look at this in, what did I write here? To look at this as, as reality. And there's another, there's another, there's power to that, right? So God's saving us. God's, God's providing a way out, right? In, in Genesis 12, 3, there's, when God's talking to Abraham, he says, in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed, right? And there's usually like a, a little letter or something, and it's got a sub-note, and you got to go look it up. But it says an alternate is, in you all the families of the earth shall bless themselves, right? God is giving you a way to bless, we bless ourselves because we have the Holy Spirit, and we can speak life to ourselves, and we can accept the life, and we have the power to reject those things that are unacceptable, the things that are, that are not true, right? You don't have cancer because you saw a bump on your arm, and you don't have to live in that. You don't have to live in, like, I'm sick, or I'm a victim, or, or any of these things. You can, you can speak yourself out of that. Like speak like, God, I believe your truth, right? It's like, whose truth are we really believing? Because people can say things, especially kids. When the, one of the sayings when I was a kid was, I kind of want to know who's, who's heard this, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That is a lie. <laughs> that is so false. Because the words of what hurt you, yeah, sticks and stones. I don't know. I, 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 I strongly disagree with that. And, and I hear things sometimes, and it's just like, how? how? I don't know. So one of, the, one of the songs that actually I really, I really like and is so powerful is I Am No Victim. And especially the chorus where it says, I am who he says I am. He is who he says he is. I can't even say this. It's so powerful. It's, 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 it's so true. And it's something that you, we need to, to grasp and grab a hold of and not and guard ourselves, like censor the things that are coming in. And again, like speech is, is not only words. Speech is, is actions. Speech is posture, like, you know, or, or if I'm, I'm kind of like chilling. It says so much, you know, like the tone of your voice says things. Um, the speed in which you talk is, is all conveying a message, and it's all helping... It's all actually what comes out of your, out of your heart and, and the posture where you come from. So that's, that's most important. I'm going to go back to this verse now because I can talk. I'm defined by all his promises. I'm shaped by every word that he says. That is, it's, it's so good. And it's so true. And it's, it's something that, you know, when things happen, the storms or the trials of life, to, to go back and, and, and say, God, what do you say? What are your words? I'm going to accept that, and I'm not going to accept something else and, and fall into that. Yeah. The whirlwind of nonsense. All right. So let's go to number three. I'm, I'm moving quick, but that's, that's good. <laughs> um, our words to others. Yeah, you're creating. You're creating with your words in other... You're creating... It's weird to think about, but you're creating people. And if you think about it, I know everyone's had the opportunity of someone saying something good to them and how you feel, and then someone saying something bad, and maybe you kind of like blow it off, but it's, it's, it's powerful. You have to accept that it is powerful, and then 
like we were saying, reject it. So if someone says, hey, like you're so clumsy, like you need to take that and reject it. I am not clumsy, or I am not lazy, I am not, you know, whatever might come your way, you know, even if it's just some random thought that comes into your head, because that happens sometimes. You're like, what, are, what is that? Reject it automatically, because if you, you sit and you dwell on it, it could become something that overcomes you, and it could start to kind of define who you are and how you're living. Um, so the words of others. A couple things here. Proverbs. There's a lot of words in Proverbs. Good words. Um, words of the wicked are like murderous ambush, and death is in the power of the tongue. It's crazy to think about it. Why do they say death? Why do they say a murderous ambush? You know, do we think, like, we do think words are just, they're words. They may be mean. They may be joking. I, I'm not serious when I say that. I'm, kind of, I'm just joking. But, like, they use, mur- use murderous ambush, death, literally death. If someone is in a bad place, like I was in the Army, and people don't, monitor what they say, you know, like they don't, (laughs) it could get very bad, and especially if everyone's having a bad day, it can get, it gets really, it gets really bad, everyone's mad and angry, and it's, it's so different when you're in that environment of, of people saying things, and, and just bad words, it can literally drive people, and we know that it does drive people to a dark place, and they sometimes can't get out of it. So that's why they use murderous ambush, and that's why it says death, because it's truly death. Like, it, it can really kill someone. And then also, though, in, that same, in those same verses, um, but the words of the godly save lives, right? And life is also in the power of the tongue, right? We can speak life. We can bring people out of, that, out of where they're at, and even if they're not somewhere, you know, just speaking life and speaking and good things and, and compliments is, is very, very important. So speech is, is, is what did I say? More than words, huh? Yep, definitely. So with the Jewish religion, they have, um, you know, there's, there's these mitzvahs. Does anyone know what a mitzvah is? No. It's like a commandment. All the good things you do are mitzvahs. You know, if you go see someone in the hospital, it's a, a good mitzvah. If you, you know, say a prayer, it's a mitzvah. So these are all mitzvahs, and they have like levels of mitzvahs, right? So the first one is not good. It's bad. It's, very, it's sin. So mitzvah is doing something bad. So whatever, you're walking down the road, you find a brick, and you throw it through a window. <laughs> That's a bad mitzvah. You don't, you don't want to do that. The next level, which is kind of, which is just in the midst, in the middle, is um, it's like not doing something bad, right? So if you're walking down the street and you see a brick, and you don't throw it through the window, that's that's good actually, because you're not doing something bad. Um, but you're not doing anything good. You're not saying anything good. You're not growing. You're not building. You're not creating, you know, the life. You're just kind of mediocre kind of just trying to stay out of trouble. And then there's also, then there's the next level, which is where you do something positive, where you, uh, you know, 
feed the hungry and, and, and you know, give shelter to someone and, and, and speak, you know, speak good words and, and uplift people, right? This is where relationships are built. This is where you want to hang out with, you know, your friends, and even if they're going through something bad, you know, you, you have them over and, and show hospitality and build them up and, and come with and walk with each other through the trials, right? This is where the kingdom of heaven is brought down to earth as we're creating the life through our words and our actions. And then um, on your bulletins, actually, there's a, a verse, um, Ephesians 4.29, that says, Let no corrupt, corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as, go- as is good for building up, as fits the occasion, that it may be, or that it, be, that it may give grace to those who hear it. So the words that we're saying should be building each other up, building the church up. Right? We don't want to be lukewarm. Like the, the Ten Commandments, they, if you know, it's, they're all don'ts. They're all like, they're all kind of like, yeah, I don't want you to be super bad. And then they're saying, at least be mediocre. At least don't kill. At least don't steal. At least don't lie, which is good. But then Jesus comes and he says, what's the, you know, the greatest commandment? Love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and all your all your strength and all who you are. And then he says, love your neighbor as yourself. So that's like, yeah, don't, don't steal, don't murder, don't commit adultery. But Jesus says, you know what, it's more than that. It's love your neighbor. Like step out and build the relationship and create the life that Jesus brings here. And he wants you to step out into that. And do I have action steps? I think I do. Yeah. So there's, it's always good to to know what to do to do next. So this is kind of like just wrapping up. Assess what, what you think about words and how, how you have been thinking about words or, or what they mean to you. You know, like, is it a word that just kind of comes and goes? And even if it's not, like, someone, you know, I'm not really easily offended, so if someone says something bad, it's kind of like, okay, I, I, it's not a big deal. But even, even in that sense, assess that, okay, it is bad, and I don't want to, I don't want it to enter, I'm going to censor myself from this, and I'm going to reject these things if it's not right. So, there's that. And then, and then censor what comes in, censor what goes out. Censor what comes in, I mean, you got commercials and TV, and I hate horror movies. I hate them. I can't, it's it's not only because they're scary, it's because I feel like that's me. Like, I'm... You know, you have nightmares. You, you watch a horror movie, and I literally will think I'll dream about that, and I just, I don't want it, because it can, really. It, to me, it, it kind of, I kind of feel whatever the movie is. So I watch Jay and I like comedies, where people are laughing and having fun, because that's a lot, a lot better for me. And then what goes out, just think about, on a good note, right? I don't want to say everyone, you must say good things always, but just be aware, you know, like, there's this saying of, of um, if you don't have anything good to say, don't say anything at all, which could be a starting point for some people. <laughs> just not saying anything. If, you, if you're not in the right place, just like, okay, I'm just not going to say anything. But then, you know, it's good to go to God and, and be filled up with him and his spirit. And then out of that, you can go out and, and speak the life unto the nations.
So, that was my quick little talk. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. And, uh, yeah, if you have any questions, you can definitely come and talk with me about it later.